river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 72. Okay, so when last we left our family, uh, you had done stuff. Rescued, um... You had rescued Terry and Domesti. Yes. And put them to work in Lillian's brothel. Or something. <laughs> Yes, but spite, because it, it, it worked in Lillian's spy and politics. Did now. anything I say was untrue? <laughs> did anything I say? Was anything I said untrue? No. Uh, you had um, gone back to Stagthorn, uh, I believe? No. Uh, yeah. So we, we started summarising pretty heavily there. Um we had left and gone back to Stagthorn, and then I had we hadn't done, but we hadn't done the scene of me arriving back in uh, and yes, letting yes. her know that her father had been rescued. Yes, and then um, we I can't remember when you picked up Frederick March if that was in the last session. Um, I think that that was a, that I think that was before we went out, before right. that was the event before yep. we went out with Michaela to to rescue um, Tyrion, and um, we you can tell I'm prepped and ready. Um, we. Um, had just got we gotten this you'd skip forward and let me know that like ten days after we did that we got a sending scroll from um uh Quintessa Moray. Yes, telling you that she would um cover Tyrion's disappearance temporarily but don't expect it to be infinite. Yeah, yeah. And that she wanted to talk to me, but her best suggestion for that was me yep. agreeing to pay tribute to one Drayliv, and mm-hmm. I sent back that I would prefer to meet her in the city mm-hmm. if we can work out some arrangements. And then you reminded me about my theory that she might be a um, Niska Colsist, and mm-hmm. I went, ooh. But let's cut back a bit before that and do um, Kaelin um, arriving back and going to see. Um, yes, that's right. Uh, Cassandra Nemesti. Cassandra Nemesti, yes. Cassandra. 
So she, I believe you had parked her in Thorn Manor. Yes. So um, one of these staff will open the door for you. There's, of course, a butler. Um, and takes you through into the parlour. Um, and goes and fetches Cassandra, who comes out to see you. Um, she appears to have just pretty much made herself at home here. Um, she's now wearing a nice noblewoman's dress again that she's acquired from who knows where, somewhere certainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, We're effectively giving her something of an income so yeah. that she's got some money to live on in the short term. Yeah, very much so. Because she's effectively acting as an advisor to the Crown for the time being. Um, and actually, can Kaylin give me a um, knowledge and ability check? Helen's feeling a bit dim today. Uh, that's a six. So, that's definitely a noblewoman's dress. It's worth, um, you, you can't imagine that House Thorn is over swimming with women, being that House Thorn doesn't have a lot of women. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's definitely acquired it from somewhere. Yeah. And it's more expensive than, you know, what you're paying her. Yeah. That's okay. That's her, that's her, um, department. Yeah. Uh, yeah, specifically House Thorn doesn't have a lot of women who wear dresses, given that the woman of House Thorn are Bryn and Kressel. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of them would be seen dead in a dress, as far as I'm going to help them. Well, Kressel doesn't count because she's never actually um, stayed in House yeah. Thorn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, nor has Bryn, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> she's lived in the castle. Um, but yeah, well, House Thorn is eldest suspect. Nonetheless, Cassandra is, is dressed in the very elegant sort of Disney princess, you know, ballet yeah. dress, and she curtsies perfectly to you and looks since you last saw her a lot more comfortable with this scenario she's back in a manor house she's got servants she's got um she's got a dress it's not her home but it's, yeah it's close enough yeah this is the life that she has been born born into and she smiles curtsies at you and says your majesty what can i do for you this morning lady cassandra i've got some good news for you it's very excited. Comes over and sits down. I have a letter from your father. Oh, how wonderful! Thank you. And she, uh, you will see. Actually, that she desperately wants to open it. The social protocols are so ingrained in her that she rings for a servant to bring you something to drink first. Yeah. Um, you know, she herself is, of course, having tea. The butler doesn't blink when what you want is beer instead. Yeah. No, um, not this, you know, not, not early in the morning, likely. Yeah. I think, um, I think Kaelin will have, um, mead. No, actually, it really is, for pre-industrial society, it really is ale for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and she, but the, the iron manners are so ingrained in her yeah. that she does this first and then cracks open the yeah. very excitedly and sits there and needs it. Her face turns slightly pale. She does this, and then she rolls the letter up again after a couple of minutes of reading and packs it away down by her side. And Thank you so much for bringing that to me and for rescuing my father. He's spoken to me of what you've done for her, what you've done for him. Letting him out of that awful, awful prison. I. it seems, um... Lady Contessa kept him well supplied as um, could be expected, but um, it's better out of it, certainly. Yes, Lady Contessa has been a... Lady Murray has been a fine friend to our family. I shall have to thank her if and when I get the opportunity. Aye. Um, 
She, he's um, staying uh, with um, with Lillian. With Lillian. Yes, he mentioned. He. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think presence is going to make the heart fonder in that regard. I'm afraid. He had several things to say about it, and he hopes that I find myself in much better accommodations. But he understands the a situation that you found yourself caught in. I, it's, uh... And I, I appreciate you not, uh... Her eyes flicker slightly, burdening him with needless details. I, I'm, I'm good not to speak of it, lass, but it's in my mind that you'll have to... that now's as good a time as any to think on what you'll do if we win. Is, um... Lillian's needling him every chance she gets, and he's doing his own much more proper version of the same. She's a woman of firm opinions and now I've mm. met your father I see he's very much the same in a very different way. They're not going to like I've known situations like this they're not going to like each other more as they get to know each other. No, but but that's alright. Once you've, once you've liberated Fort Rayleigh, which you sort of dismisses that yeah. with a wave of a hand like the thing you're going to do on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, we can we can move him back to we can move him back to his, the Nemesty Manor. Everything will be fine. <laughs> uh, well, it's your it's your business, and um, I'll stay out of it as much as I can. Uh, in any case, um, Lillian seemed very well as well. She's um, she's not happy with the situation, but she's well dug into the politics and seems secure enough as she can be. The services she's persuading and the sort of things that um, Drelev and his men won't lightly dispense with. I'm a lot less worried for her having seen her place. The people aren't well, but she's as well as maybe. You you don't have a, happen to have a letter for me from her. I, I was hoping she... And then she stops, sort of looks looks at you, her eyes flicker up and then you go, Oh, no, no, of course not. I, I don't think she gives such to me, I'm afraid, Lass. The, um... <laughs> I'd have carried it to you wide open, but there's an old history there, and but sometimes um, the servants do read the mail. I. Uh, it's um, but she was uh, very happy to hear that you're well. She was worried. She was definitely worried for you as you have been for her. But um, I think the two of you are as well as can be for the time being. Um, she's a she's a clever woman. She seems in a secure place, and I've no doubt she'll have the sense to be getting herself out if it becomes an unsecure one. So, tell me what's happening with Lily and my father and, and my city. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, info dump. Yeah. Not, 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 not. I think it's maybe worse even than when you left there. The place has gone. The things are bad for the people. They. Uh, Unfortunately, at present, they've no reason to trust me. But hopefully, um, we can build me up as an alternative because they'll be getting desperate enough to look anywhere they can for one fairly soon. I'd say. I saw a lot more of the city with Lily than I had seen than, I, than I'd seen just working, just living in Nemesty Manor. It it wasn't like what you described, but it wasn't good either. Once you get far enough away from the high nobility. Things in Fort Redleaf haven't been good for the little people. Aye, it's the it's the um, it's the commoners that suffer first when things get tough, and things are tough now, and no mistake. So we're all suffering in these times of war. Aye, I can see that. Um, 
Fort Drelive's been built up into something that its citizens have a right to be proud of. I don't think um, Drelive wasn't such a bad king as he was now when he first started out, but he's not doing a good thing for his people in his present circumstance, and he's in a bad way with these Tiger Lord barbarians at his throat as well. My father has been an excellent counsellor for him. Uh, perhaps somewhat too cloistered. Aye. It needs to be something that's catch up with the common and folk. And I suspect Drelev was te- careful not to tell your father any uh, things he was doing that your father's firm morals wouldn't have approved proved of. He's a good... He may be a little firm in his views, but he's a good man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, glad I've, I'm glad I've met him and I've got a better measure of him. I think he'll um, be able to help convince the people. And between him and Lily, that should provide a pretty good cross-section of society. Okay. Okay. And, and that's probably uh, seen there. And that's probably that seen you'll there. you'll have, you know, tea and cakes or Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sit with her and talk for a while because um, she's a nice girl. Yeah. Um, and she will... Um, and, you know, Thorn Manor is, it may not be my home per se, but it's certainly a place yes, I don't mind hanging out in. to you. Yeah. Um, she will catch you up on um, what she's been doing in the city, which is essentially, uh, she does uh, fuck all for a living. Yeah. Which she doesn't seem to find unusual in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Form. Um, but she has been hanging out with a number of your um, other nobility, um, particularly Lady Nanaivalara. Ah, yes. Um, and... Uh, can Kaylin actually give me a quick sense motive check here? And this new cultist of Gyrona woman that she's there. <laughs> uh, eight. <laughs> Alas. Yeah. And so she has been hanging out with Lady Valara and with um, the Hanvaki girl, Genevieve, who's the spoiled um, the spoiled Oh, the pony girl. The pony. Yeah. I want, I want, I want, I want. Yeah. Um, but she... Lord, um, if she... Um... As noble daughters go, she's a heck of a more of a credit to the aristocracy than that girl. Maybe she, the cultural contamination can go that way. She, she talks to you very politely about how she's, you know, hanging out with your nobles and has been to a garden party here and this and that and the other sort of thing. Um, Kaylin receives a, a little pile of meaningless information with no context or sentiment attached to it. You get no, you get no impression of how she actually feels about any of this or any of these people. And the impression that Kaylin takes away is that you're you're missing a catch here because there's a lot of female undertones in what she's right, saying. Yeah, and, you know, she's, she's, she's formed judgments on these people, but I can't work out what they are. Uh, and also, she's not talking to you like she would talk to another woman. Yeah, because you know, as a bloke, you couldn't possibly understand their deep and meaningful feelings, and etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, which is quite true. That's right. If I really want to know, I'll get Michaela to have a chat with her, and Michaela will figure it out. But she certainly appears to be healthy, happy, and well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fine. I mean, she may, it may be that she finds us a bit peasanty. I mean, I think Drelev's got a lot more of a proper aristocracy going on. I mean, we certainly have some. But yeah, you you have you actually have a few now. It's just um, yours is very hodgepodge by comparison. Yeah. You've just picked up a bunch of people from a bunch of different places, whereas Drelev. Went down, didn't take all his, didn't take a bunch of nobles with him into the swamp to go yeah. poking around and exploring. But once he set up his kingdom, it was effectively, you know, kingdom turns one, two, and three were build castle, build manor, build manor, bring nobles in. Yeah. 
So he's got a very functioning aristocratic layer, which was transplanted. Yeah, he, he, he pretty Brimoy. much just imported a bunch from Bramoy, who yeah. were nobles on on his side. Yeah, which is presumably you know he had good funding and connections and all that sort of thing yeah, going yeah. in. Well, I mean, he was a proper Bravoy noble yes, himself. Yes, he was. He it was always um, uh, I mean, we have he was King... always Lord Hanastralia. He just upgraded to yeah, King Hanastralia. We have several, um, you know, we we certainly have connections to the noble house of Bravoy. We wouldn't be noble houses of Bravoy. We wouldn't be here, but we're not a um, startlingly aristocratic bunch. And come for that, if I hadn't accepted Lady Lanai's deal, would be even less so. Mm-hmm. The Kingdom of Commons. <laughs> Anyway, so I think you are done with that scene? Yes. On with the show? Yes, so um, at which point, you know, not realising that he's going to receive an urgent message, Kaelin is, you know, cholesterol pretty much rolls on through. Yeah. Um, having, um, we've still got a decent amount, because that's the kingdom turn that we've had already, um, we still have a decent amount of the month to go, but um, having... Gone in and done it and rescued Tyrion. Yeah. That's probably Caitlin's probably having to spend some time at home. You're working on bits of that kingdom turn as you go through. It's not as if the entire kingdom turn resolves in those in in the day that the player sits down no. to do it. It's abstracts. So we don't keep jumping back and forth between character and kingdom, which would drive us all mad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, Caitlin, you know, just kind of hangs out, looks after the business of the kingdom, and gets on with things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to have Contessa Murray's message at, towards the end of Callistral, but not quite at the end, based on the time frame. Sounds like a plan, plan. But um, before that happens, I was also um, interested in what the party members spent their money on. Uh, yes, because. Um, People bought a bunch of stuff, and I don't know what it is. I don't know that I actually quite finished doing that. Oh, well, if you haven't, we can wait until you have. No, uh, no, no. The only one I've done is Tristan. Oh, okay. Who, um... Is... Looking to buy those braces of archery if you want to take them off the kingdom. Yeah, I would like to because then I've got the slot available. Not that he had to do it in a hurry, but yep. given he has made that decision. I'm missing one of my sheets. Okay. The kingdom sheet. I see. And you want it, didn't you? Just so you can actually see what your kingdom is doing. Yeah. Um, at least, hang on. No, sorry, my apologies. Just being dim. Yep. But pretty, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sita. That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get cholesterol right, so I'm about to run out. Oh, next kingdom turn will be on a new page of Rufal. Ah, yes, and Caelan bought the Tome of Understanding, so Mm -hmm. I've got three slots clear. Okay. Yes. So, yes, you've received this message from um, Quintessa Moray. Corbin can send her messages back again. Um, Indeed, um, she will actually contact you and tell her that if you're going to send her messages, do it at like six o'clock in the morning. Excellent. Hmm. Um, 
So at which point, um, I will track down Kayla. Yep. And, because um, I want to talk to her about this. So Lady Quintessa's reaching out. My inclination is to, um, send our merchants back into, um, Fort Draylev and have a sit down with her. My only concern is I, I am a little worried that Niska may have um, gotten to her in her time in Fort Draylev. She was certainly working with someone. It is one of those things, isn't it? She is certainly... I know little of Lady Moray or her past. She seems to have just come up from being Draylev's mistress, but at the least she's a woman in a slightly unhealthy relationship. She is a good target for Niska's predations. And her likely candidate for the cult of Gairona. Although, of course, that can be said about so many women. Aye, it's um, I, it's a part of what Niska wants is for us to not trust them. Aye, and my own assessment of Lady Moray is, as far as I can tell, well, I'm impressed at how she took up, she looked after um, Lord Tyrion. She seems at least somewhat good-hearted. I think she's a born politico, and I believe her primary loyalty is most likely to herself. But um, I think that she's someone we could potentially... I think that she's someone we could potentially work with. Mm. I've spoken to Cassandra about her, and I spoke to Lord... Yeah, it was Michaela there, wasn't it? Yeah, so I've spoken to Lord Terry, and I find it interesting, perhaps a little suspicious, that Lady Murray was able to provide him with some assistance, but not quite enough to escape. Putting herself in a perfect position to play both sides against the middle, she can keep Draylev's ear and keep Lordarian should he find himself in a position of power again. Aye, I suppose so at that. I just thought she didn't want to risk her neck having him escape that way. I mean, it'd be obvious she was behind it if he did. I am a suspicious woman by my nature. I see somebody who is playing all. The, I, I see somebody who is playing all sides, just as I would in her shoes. Well, that's it entirely. I mean, I've no doubt that uh, if she sees um, if she sees that her only chance of survival is betraying us mm. to Draylev, then she would do it. And no reason she shouldn't. She's no loyalty to us. And, but I believe if she sees her only chance of survival as betraying Draylev to us, she'd do that too. Although she does seem to have a curious attraction to you. Perhaps she likes kings. I wouldn't be at all surprised if she does. Not, <laughs> not. I mean, curious in the sense that you are you are undesirable. I mean, but I think she's um, for someone else for someone so uh, committed to her current <clears throat> love. Well, uh, well come on, can anyone really? Would any, is any woman with him because of his personal charms? Clearly not his wife. Well, I mean, admittedly, I don't blame him for straying. The, the, um, certainly not what you'd want waiting for you in your castle or, you know, capital city, for that matter. As I say, I would try poisoning her first and then myself. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I don't... What I'm thinking is we need is that I choose one I'd prefer to see make it out of this in one piece and the most likely avenue I can see into Draylev's court. If we offer her a way out if it all goes south for her, which it will because we are coming for Draylev, 
I'm thinking she'll jump at it, and it, and we can do it with enough. We, I mean, I'm not proposing we tell her about Lur- Lillian and where Tyrion is. Yeah. Um, but that'll only work if she isn't working for Niska. If she's working for Niska, anything we tell her is a bad idea, as is going back to see her. Michaela nods along to this. So all she's telling you is, is she personally doesn't trust Quintessa, but freely admits that's because she doesn't really trust yeah, pretty, pretty much, much anyone. anyone. <sighs> and, and you know it's exactly what Michaela would do in that circumstance it yeah. doesn't cost her all that much to go and be nice to Terry yeah and then you know Michaela says and of course she could be a cultist of Gairona but she might not be yeah which is um... given her possible connections to the cult I would suggest we do not agree to any meetings where we go armed and unarmored Armed and unarmored. Aye, but if we meet her somewhere in the city in our cover as traders, the um, and um, she can bring guards as well. Oh, it um, I think it's worth I think it's worth the risk to try and make contact. If we're armed and armored, um, I fancy our chances of getting ourselves out of the city if she does decide to bring three squads of guardsmen. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, I think we will offer her to meet in the city. A yay time, if she's interested. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're, um, you don't need to be overly specific about this, but what kind of thing are you proposing here? Um, like, is she going to Lillian's? Are you meeting in a dark alley? Um, no, neither of those. Um, having poked around the city, what I'm looking for is a place like Lillian's that isn't Lillian's, because I don't want to expose Lillian's operation to her. Yeah. So, uh, so, so a tavern, an eatery, some place. You're looking for an active business as, oppo- as opposed to a closed location that you could. Um, oh, that's a good point. Actually, quietly in an Um Well, actually, there's something to be said for an abandoned building, but you know, somewhere where she doesn't feel like we're luring her in for an. A- what I'm looking for is somewhere we can talk privately, but she she doesn't feel like we're luring her in for an ambush. Yeah, yeah, and of course, Michaela will. Um, as as Michaela points out, it's one of those things, you know. You need to set it up so that she can be confident you're not luring her into an ambush, but that, of course, means that, you know, she could be luring yeah, you into, into an ambush. ambush. But I uh, think possibly an abandoned building quite near the more noble part of yeah, the town, because... I, I don't think we need to go, um... We need to do all the sending scrolls for yeah, us, yeah. that sort of thing. You'll get this done within two or three of them. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Uh, her suggestion would actually be the Temple of Aristotle. Oh, of course, because it's abandoned. It is a large. It is a large building that is near the noble areas, um, not so far into them that you actually have to go past castle guards or anything, and it is abandoned because all the priests of Era still have um, disappeared. Yeah. So yes, that sounds good, and we'll propose a time sort of four or five days hence to not give us enough time to get in there but not a lot of extra which gives her you know obviously she can set up an ambush but doesn't have heaps and heaps of time to do so yeah you're you're running the risk because she can always ambush you if it's on her home turf but but we need to run that risk to talk to her at all yeah and there is really no way to prevent it and talk to her there isn't really an ambush proof scenario which still gets us to talk to her yeah 
I mean, ironically, the Envoy to Draylor would actually be much better because that has much better precautions. Yeah. But I really don't want to open diplomatic relations I mean, with Draylor and Grovel. You could meet her in a field, you know, yay miles outside of the city. But then that that looks like we're going to cost you on the head. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't meet. With, I wouldn't meet with me under those circumstances. She's a lot more savvy about politics than I am. If you can... So, that is all arranged for a suitable yes. time and place. Yes. Uh, if you can pass me out my dice box, I'll probably need it for this. Yep. And yes, you can meet with Lady Quintessa Moray uh, in the Temple of Aristotle. Uh, she wants early in the morning, like 6am yep. ish again. Sounds fine. Which is clearly a time that she has available that doesn't involve Draylev in any way. Because yeah. everything she's asked for is around then. So um, what we'll do then is go in as merchants again the night before. Yep. Um, yep. And having done the disguise checks to get into the city, unless circumstances change, you just do so again. Yep. Pre-established yeah. identities. Yep. We'll bring in fresh trade goods. The guards interview you, you know, search you a bit... Um, uh, re-warn re you loosely of the rules of the city and yeah. then let you go about your business. Yeah. So what time does the curfew end in the morning? Uh, at like 5.30am, so Sweet. it will give you... She, when, and when you think about that, you work out that she's giving you just enough time to get there. No time to set up an ambush yeah. without having to duck curfew to do it. Yeah. yeah. Very sensible. At which point she's somewhat protected because she can rely on the army of giants to, if not protect her directly, at least attack you if they see you wandering around the streets. Yeah. So, um, for context, um, we'll be going in as the two merchants. Yep. So, um, And if that seems early, remember, this is like a medieval farming community, so everyone's up with the... many people are up with the dawn. Unless Michaela thinks we should go in in a different disguise for this meeting so that she doesn't know what our disguises look like. Um, yeah. To be honest, um, Michaela's suggestion is probably that you go into the meeting undisguised. Yeah. So at, at least, you know, in as much as you can. Yeah. Because a, she wants to be in there armed and armoured. Yeah. And b, she wants to be um, doesn't want Quintessa to get the idea that other people have come in to ambush her. Yeah. All right. So um. The we can so um, Michaela will suggest you know just sort of hoods and cloaks type deal. Oh uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> so we have different disguises that don't really say we have legitimate business here. Yeah, yeah. but we have the, we'll have in our backpacks the resources because when we go back through the street, yeah, it might be seven or eight. So we'll go back through the street. Yeah. we'll go um, we'll go to the meeting as suspicious characters who under the hoods and cloaks are Kayla and Michaela, and we'll go from the meeting as the two merchants yeah. for a legitimate reason so, to walk the streets. So what happens here? You go back to Fort Draylor, you make your way in, you yep. stay back at the Iron Kettle where the owner is mandatorily delighted to meet you again. Yeah, but the thing is now, I feel less bad. We may be ripping him off, but we're keeping his head on the shoulders, yep. so it's kind of a draw. Um, you head to the Temple of Aristotle, and... This is not a... Um, you, you would have seen this vaguely as you're wandering around for Draylon, so you've got a vague idea what you're walking into. This is not a little building. This is a full-blown temple. Right. Uh, it is not the equivalent of the Temple of Elk, because that is built on a beautiful ancient ruin. Yeah. But in terms of size and function, it fulfills the same the same purpose. Yeah. Uh, there are multiple, multiple rooms within here. Yeah. Um, 
there are um, open grounds around it with nice gardens and things. This one is a lot less wild than the Temple of the Elk because it's in the middle of a city as opposed to built on the edges. Yeah. Because um, we probably have the forest flows right up to the Temple of the Elk even though it's cut back from the city elsewhere. Um, and there is a lot of garden around that you can trivially duck behind a bunch of trees. Deep, yep. change yourselves back into Kayla and Michaela. Ah, sweet, yep. And then head up to the front doors. Yeah. Um, where she's giving you instructions, basically head in through the front doors, instructions will await you from there. Yeah. Uh, you go up to it, there is a sign erected on the front that says, um, that, that says, Aristotle is always with you, my children. Unfortunately, the temple is closed temporarily at this time. Um, you know, for your protection, and then the rules of Fort Drelev are nailed up there again. Curfew yep. is blah blah blah. Do not do this. Do not yep. do that. Do not do the other thing. Mm. Um, you would presume this door is locked, but when you try it, of course, it isn't. Yeah. You assume it's usually locked. Quintessa yep. has opened it for you, uh, and when you go in, um, there is probably just a knife stuck in the back of the door with a little piece of paper on it. Um, that, see, that says the Chapel of Contemplation and then some very vague directions not that you'd need them. Mm-hmm. And you head along to it. Yep. And uh, as you go in there, can you and Michaela both give me a spot check? Sixteen. Okay. Um, so. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So you go in and you look around, and this room is a mid-sized chapel room. It is probably, um, you know maybe 200 metres long, about half as wide. Um, Bunch of pews in it, bunch of cloistered, cloistered, um, shadowy areas on the second floor. Um, You look up into them, but do not see anyone. Um, There is only a single person that you can see in here, in the front of the chapel, um, bent down over one of the pews, has a hood and and cloak on, and is bent down supposedly praying. Um, and I, I presume you're not making any real effort to sneak in. And we're, we're in place. Yeah. Clank, clank, so clank, clank. you clank in, you boom, shut the cabinet's doors. Yeah. Uh, this looks like it is basically a sort of private chapel, maybe for wedding ceremonies, you know, private prayer, funerals, etc., etc. You'd imagine there's probably two or three of these around the area, so that they can have multiple ceremonies going at once. Um, and the woman at the front stands up, turns around to you, um, looks quickly around, assesses that you are indeed Caelan and Michaela, um, and then pulls her hood back and takes her cloak off, and you can see Quintessa um, Murray, of course. Uh, I will show you her picture again, because it's been a while, I think. She's actually got the hood and cloak. Yes, yeah, very nice. Um, uh, and she is dressed in um, very, very 
quite scandalously revealing garb. Um, she has on tight. She she has on effectively tight, tight, tight leather pants, you know, cutting off circulation to your legs. Tight. Yeah. Um, midriff revealing top, very low cut cut top that's bordering on a bikini, and then this kind of innocuously out of place grey cloak, grey hood, which she then takes off. Um, approaches the two of you. I'm uh, so glad I've got a chaperone. I've brought a chaperone to this meeting. Actually, she won't approach the two of you. She will beckon you yep. forward. You come up to the altar and basically um, take what are called the observers' seats. So the priest stands up here at the front. There's all the rows down here. Then there's observers back here for altar boys, priest assistants, that yeah. sort of thing. And from there, you can more or less surveil the room that has one entry point into it. Sweet. Um, so you sit down next to her, and she curtsies, curtsies to you, giving you a deep eye full of cleavage. And and Kayla will, will bow. She says, "Your Majesty, Lady Michaela, uh, forgive the forgive the garb." She gestures up and down. To herself slightly, uh, there are only a certain kind. There are only a certain kind of woman who dare to go out at night anymore. Ah, uh, I get you. It's strictly necessary. And Michaela <laughs> scratches her ear slightly. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, sure, she's sure. saying to you, strictly necessary. Yeah. Uh, what, what she does is she pulls her ear and puts this little two-fingered sign yeah. on it to indicate to you that this. Uh, costume serves two purposes. What she's telling you is perfectly legitimate. Yeah. But, of course, Quintessa does not mind if Kaelin stares down her cleavage. Yeah. And forgets what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, Thank you for coming here. This can't have been easy for you. Nay, but it's um, glad I am of the opportunity to speak with you. The, um... Uh, this is probably less risky than the other way I was thinking of doing that, and I was hoping to get a chance to um, to speak. The um, matters between in uh, State Thorn and Fort Draylev are not good, and having gone to the city myself, I can see that matters in Fort Draylev are also not going well. Yes, I have. I, I have. She flushes very slightly and she has duties that prevent me wandering the city for the most part, but I am reasonably aware of the situation. I, I try to keep an ear out for the situation on the streets. It is not good. If Hans Dreyliv does not conquer Stagthorn sooner or later, he will have open rebellion on his streets. It is in his interest to crush you swiftly, but of course he can no longer do so. You are too strong a target. Nay, he's bitten off more than he can chew. Not as much as he did with Pytax, but I'm not likely to settle for him. She rolls her eyes and grumbles slightly. Yes, Pytax. But I'm not likely to settle for reparations. One, there's not going to be... When this mess is cleared up, there's not going to be two kingdoms out here next to each other anymore one of us is going to take the other and I would prefer that not spill onto you thank you for your kindness and for thinking of me your majesty and I appreciate what you did for Lord Tyrion he has been uh, I suppose you would call him a family friend since Fort Drelid began I had little, little, enough, little, little contact with him in Brunoy but We've had many close chats since then. I 
I am embarrassed to admit that I could not free him myself. I am not a warrior nor a trickster. I could not have even opened I could not have even opened his cell without acquiring the key. In any case I would have had no chance of overcoming the guards. I appreciate you doing what I could not. It's um it was something I needed to be doing anyway, but uh If you're... I guess um, what I'd like to ask of is what you know, what you're prepared to do, and what we can be doing for you in return. Of course, Your Majesty. Ask away anything I can do for you. I'm delighted to. And um, since motive check... By all means. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. Okay. I received no further information. You received no further information from the GM, nor does Michaela. Oh, okay. Get, get you, can, you can take or leave what you are being presented with. Yeah. Uh, as this conversation goes on a while, uh, you may make your choice of either a spot or a listen check. have um, listen because I'm slightly better at that that's a 15 uh, that one you will pick up on um, you hear just the slightest little shuffle of footstep on the carpet somebody shifting slightly in the shadows on the second cloistered floor somebody is up there watching this meeting yeah Um, it's it's also Caitlin being a warrior would notice an excellent spot for ambushing people with bows from. Yeah, Caitlin um, will um, you know while continuing to yep. make make chit chat will lean in slightly towards Quintessa. And she leans back and says in a much more normal tone of voice, "Of course, I have company." My lord, of course I have company, Your Majesty. You could not possibly expect a woman to come out here to meet with you without a chaperone. She whistles slightly, and you see a shadow lean out from up in the cloister. Uh, there is a guy there with a long goatee, dressed in dark hood, dark cape, dark garb, with a bow and arrow knocked. Um, which he is not pointing at you, he is just watching this thing. And then she gestures to him again, and he fades back into the shadow. You'll forgive the precautions. No, it's um, very sensible. Just wanted to make certain you did know he was there. Very wise. Uh, So, let's see, what do I want to know? So, now we come to it. I would like to facilitate Fort Draylive's... she, She sort of thinks about this for a moment. Surrender your arms and at least as best we can at this stage to arrange things for the future so that this transition can occur with minimal discommodation that's that's what I'm looking for as well in return I am willing to offer you whatever it is that you want of me whatever I can do that is 
I'm thinking the mo the thing I want most is if you I'm thinking you want to remain where you are at present and I think you're safe best placed there but if things go south one way or another whether that's because there's an army of ours camped outside the gates or um because something else happens because I've noted that the folk close to Drelev thinned out some over time if you um know you've got uh, 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 it's better to know you've got some place to go if you you have need of it if you think things are going south for you and you can get your, you can let us know or you can get yourself out of the city she nods at this I can also give you in, give you information on the palace if, although given that you've spirited Lord Nemesti out I suspect you may already possess it there are ways there are ways in and out that are known to me I can tell you something of I can tell you something of Drelev's counsellors where their allegiances will lie, that sort of thing. Aye, that'd be very welcome. Um, the thing I uh, want to know most, do you know what's come of Kundal? She winces slightly at this. Yes. What is... Catelyn's fist... Nothing, slightly, slightly. What is it? Uh... Catelyn... Are you aware that Kundal is more than what he appears? You mean he's a werewolf? Ah, you know it then. Ah, it's uh, some someone when when I first met him, he was um, we found him naked in the wood in a bear trap. It took us a while to work out why, but uh, he's always been very careful about it. He failed. He failed Hannes, of course, with. When he fought, he lost battles against Pytax, and when Garnet Bonepicker came along, Hannah saw a stronger, better general to replace him with. But what Kundal represents was not to be so easily discarded. My darling Hannah, she says, in in this you know flirty, seductive voice that almost seems subconscious. Yeah. She's just used to referring to him as yeah. my darling. My darling Hannah had the idea that he could create himself an army of werewolves. Oh bloody hell! Kundal is kept uh, alive and relatively unharmed to a son's fears, but kept chained in a pit within the castle. At the full moon, Drelev puts men in with him to see if he can find a way of garnering Kundal's gifts. How's that going for him? Do you know? Uh... The first, t- the first two soldiers we put in. Uh, no, I no, short distance herself from this. The first two soldiers he put in. She gives you an eyewitness account, so it's blatantly clear that she was actually there watching this. But she puts it all on trail. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first, the first two soldiers he put in were loyal men of his, were loyal men of his personal guard. He wanted to assure their loyalty in this state. Kundal kills both of them in his rage, of course. More chains were added to secure and better. The third man went in. He was bitten, and he was bitten, but unchanged. The fourth one was changed, but grew savage and feral. He killed without compunction, and he changed. And we were forced to put him down. He was forced to put him down. Since then, it is, it is perhaps fortunately only on the new moon that 
Sorry, only on the full moon that such an experiment can even be attempted. Uh, since then, Hannes has tried working with less desirable people, those he can afford to lose. Uh, thus far, we have several we have several werewolves contained. I do not think he would remotely call them an army, though he has no way of controlling them. When he has enough, I believe he intends to send them as men, unaware of what they are, near to Stagthorn or whatever his next target is, near the full near the full moon, and let nature take its course. Aye. So, if you you followed all that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Drolev, he's a bastard. And it's an ugly piece of business, and no mistake. Can you tell me where they're keeping Kundal? Yes, he's blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, this is well off the beaten track, but you could find it. It's effectively um, not actually near anywhere near the prisons. It's Drolev doesn't have a torture chamber per se. He's never really gone in for that sort of thing. He basically has Kundal in a big refuse pit in the castle that's been cleared out and re-equipped to be filled with a bunch of silver chains and things. Alright. In terms of security there, she can tell you it's basically, you know, a couple of guards on the door stop stupid people from wandering in. Yeah. Kundal himself is chained up 60 ways till Sunday. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And she says, I have not been back there except at my darling Hannes's side. I cannot bear the sight of it. Ah, uh, it's a nasty piece of business. So she's not in there feeding Kundal and looking after him like she was with Terry. Yeah. She's not even going to pretend to that one. Yeah, no, no, um, that doesn't seem like a super safe thing to do. Alright. Well, that's good to know of. Ah. Uh, Yes, I'd like to. I'd like to know what you could tell me of his other counselors and. Okay, certainly. Let me consider. Uh, oh shit! I will impart to you a secret, Your Majesty, as a sign of good faith that I am more than. Lord, I, I am more than Hannes's not-so-secret mistress. I'm sure you're well aware of that one. I'm sure you're well aware of that part already. I have served... I serve as a spy master in his kingdom. Aye. Yeah, we're... We're quick to that one. And uh, you can make another sense motive check here if she starts telling you things. Uh, I'm going to be relying on Michaela there. Yep. That's an eight. As you'd expect, uh, Caleb might be smudged and distracted by the pants. So, so at that one, you know, Michaela makes a couple of little signs to you that, again, Quintessa already thinks that she knows that you know that. Yeah. She's telling you something that she thinks you already know, so she's not giving anything away, but she's trying to make it look like she's giving you a deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she's... She's just... Uh, I can. Uh, I have served as a spy master. I, I confess, I have enjoyed the. I confess, I very much enjoyed the. Uh, uh, I, I confess, I very much enjoyed the new lifestyle that comes associated with being Hans's mistress, and having a position of power in the kingdom, being somebody. 
I and Michaela glances towards Michaela. I think we can understand that. I have not come from I've not come from a noble background myself, though I have not been I, I would not say I had a terribly harsh life as you have, but it has not been an easy one. I am will I am willing to put up with Hannes's uh she she again flushes and looks like embarrassing. I am willing to I am willing to trade my favours to even a man as uncouth as Hannes Dre live in order to gain what I have in this world, as I'm sure you have surmised. I would very much like to trade him I, I would very much prefer to have a man that I cared for, one who was full of strength and passion, but the world is what it is. You know where I stand. I Again, I am no warrior. I can scarcely knife King Drelev and depose him for you. He is a fighter who would probably, well, certainly not your equal, would probably trounce me. He has been trained in various martial schools in Brivoy. Caitlin's expression denotes a combination of sympathy for her and, um, contempt for Hannes Drelev. He doesn't have a lot of faith in Hannes' martial prowess. Uh, well, it's good to know he's had some fighting training, but I confess the way he um, shuns any opportunity to fight, I wouldn't think much. Not that I'm saying, um, even if you, I wouldn't um, bet his odds against you necessarily, but it'd be a dark thing to do. Uh, certainly you couldn't take him and all his guards. She will, um, uh, can you make me a knowledge and ability check? In fact, she will give me a bunch of detail. Yeah, um, again though, I'm rolling poorly, that's a um, eight. Okay. So she lists off, you know, like Hannah Strelev has basically been a, a minor noble all his life. She, she and because she knows him intimately, she can give you the name of a couple of his tutors and that sort of thing. Um, it sounds like he is an Eldori sword fighter, like so many of them are. Yeah. Um, you cannot get any assessment of his level of competency off this. He yeah. hasn't joined a lot of tournaments or become an internationally international sensation or whatever. Still, I suppose I should bear in mind that he has some fighting skill. But he has had tutors and, you yeah. know, certainly would at the least know which end of the sword to hold. Yeah. But you, because you don't know who these people are specifically, you yeah. can't assess how good he'd be relative to you. Well, it would be a clever ploy to actually have fighting prowess and keep it quiet. It would certainly make people underestimate cool. you. Michaela has knowledge and ability. She can roll this as well. Uh, she does not know either. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Quintessa has said where she stands. Uh, my, my dear Hannes will never surrender to you. He cannot afford to do so. At the moment he shows any weakness, the people will pull him down. And frankly, he has no trust for you, both both personally as a half-orc, as the king of Stagthorn, as the man who has repeatedly humiliated him, and as a man who, well, looking at the two of you standing side by side, there isn't a lot he can do to compare. Kill him grin slightly. He's um, a treacherous little bugger, and there's no reason he should be trusting me. And come to that... Um, he um, looks dark for a moment. Um, it's probably not telling you a um, 
a big secret that we found one or two of the castle's secret passage. The um, don't know if you were aware of um, the man contracted to build them. Uh, she thinks vaguely about this because she was around since the beginning as well. She basically moved into, uh, in fact, um, yeah, she she was not part of Drelev's initial expedition that forayed down and cleared it out, but she was a day one resident yeah. when Fort Drelev was set out. Um, and she thinks about it, and yeah, she could if, if, when she pours through a memory, she could vaguely name the guy. Doesn't know what's happened to him, but you know, didn't find anything suspicious about it. He yeah. did the job, then he presumably went back to Breffoli. Yeah, he's buried at the sh- in a shallow grave at the passage's entrance. Uh, Drelev killed him once he had built it to keep the place more of a secret, and then gave out the probably gave out the information to everyone his court near as I can determine. Bastard, a shattering waste of good people. Yes, Hannes wanted a way that. I could get I could get in and out if I needed to, and she says there. Uh, Emeka Struen, his his mage, has um, left some unusual precautions down there. Uh, there are strange creatures, large oozes of sorts down there, very dangerous. I we've run, we worked out the precaution. Right, yeah, she will tell you yeah. that, that he has trained them. Uh, Emeka Struen basically caught them, raised them from small through whatever the hell he could to make them bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And trained them to avoid skunk mask. Yeah. Yes, because um, she doesn't know Tyrion already told us that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, no, I think, um, I think it's, um... Uh, and because you've made the sense motive check, you get the exact same result you did the last time from that. She thinks you already know this, so yeah. she's telling you. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's um. The, I don't think there's much solution except bloodshed between myself and Drelev. But I do not think he would. I do not think he would ever surrender to you, if only because he does not trust you either to not give him some fate worse than death, or turn him back over to his own citizenry as a sign of your conquest. Uh. Well, I'll kill him clean if the opportunity arises. But um, he's not wrong. But um. I don't think there can be peace between the two of us now. But um, I'm not minded that um, all this court necessarily have to share his fate. Um, I've come to you as the one I can trust most out of them. Um, But I um, would be interested in your thoughts on the others. He has broken faith... He has broken faith thoroughly with Lord Tyrion at this point. Lord Tyrion strongly advised that he did not take what he called the coward's way in assaulting Stagthorn in a sneak attack unprovoked. I had had similar thoughts, but I did not dare to share them with my, da- with my dear Hannes. Clearly a wise move. I thought perhaps I could do more for Stagthorn where I am and it would seem that I am in the right seat. Uh... So, Lord Tyrion, you could set, you you may safely assure him is already your man. He is very out of touch with the common people of Fort Drelev, but he does have their he does have their interests at heart, if not a clear idea of how to act upon them. I am also in Calvary's natural forte, but um, he seems a good man. Uh, I am certain if and when the city is liberated, he would be eager to remain here and work with the people. He 
would make an excellent aide to whoever you appoint as viceroy. I um I it's a bit soon for that. It's a bit soon for those kinds of decisions yet, but I'll definitely bear it in mind. Uh, as for the queen, Profeta Drelev's room. <laughs> Caleb makes a, a, a provocative face. You may safely rely on her to never surrender either, although only from her own stupidity rather than any innate sense of heroism or courage. Uh, she has no capacities that you have not already seen. Unless you are, uh, unless I, de- unless I miss my guess, you are not deeply frightened of the personal protection that she carries around with him. It's about it's it's about yay big and goes. Murf, murf, murf. Well, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say it's entirely true that I'm not frightened of that thing. It's the ugliest little beastie I ever did see. Hey, nor can I say it's true that I'm not frightened of the lady. She scares me after death. Everyone else. I've um, no love for her. It won't surprise you to learn, but uh, I um I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult thing when um when you're built as I am and have had my training. When you come to not everybody, it was all right. I enjoyed fighting Garnack. Him and me have been at odds since day one, and he challenged me, and it was a fair fight and the like. But people you don't like cutting their heads off is always a sensible solution. That said, I don't see me and me and Lady Drelev um, sharing a kingdom and together. I at least want her exiled, and it depends on what she's been up to, whether I'd rather something a bit more final for that. Lord Amethystrun is her younger brother, and he is a man you should be concerned with. He has been trained in the wizardry of... Uh, sorry, in the Academy of High Wizardry in Corvosa. He is very good with fire, lightning, the works... Aye. Uh, he is very committed to his sister and her folly. I suppose you cannot pick your family, <laughs> and uh, why the loyal why the loyalty is why the loyalty is there. She returns it of a sort. She has gotten him a good position here as the magister, but he will go. He will go where she goes if you can convince her to surrender or succumb to your new rule, then he will go along. Uh, take her, kill her, and his wrath will fall upon you. Aye. Well, if they're prepared to settle for exile, I'm um, content enough to let them, but I'll not let them know... What, I'd prefer not to let them know what I'm up to any sooner than may be. What are his other counsellors? I know about those... I know about those three, but I, I haven't been keeping good enough track about who else he's still got. Uh, his spy, his um. His Although mar- I know what happened to his general, Kaelin says, and um, grins a jaunty grin. His general Garnack was, of course, slain in battle with you. His magister and his warden have both uh, have both been uh, taken by Pytax and not ransomed back. They have been executed after several requests for ra- after several requests for ransom. <laughs> Bloody hellfire. That's no way to behave. Um, I believe, as a... I, I believe my darling Hannes was quite happy to get rid of them. Uh, as to the rest, uh, his treasurer is a man named Hand. Inoffensive, a bookworm, and cares only for the numbers. Frankly, he will barely notice if a different head wears the crown. <laughs> 
you may at least rely on him to not get in your way, assuming that you do not cross him and risk his wrath by changing some of Fort Dreadley's economic policies <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> uh, Lynette, you, I believe, have met at the Rushlight Tournament. Aye, aye, a good woman. Uh, she is our High Priestess, a follower of Gorham, and has not admittedly been the first choice of religion with... Not, not admittedly been the first choice. Gorham is not a religion that is... Um, Overly conducive to peace, and yet it suits Hannes's, my darling Hannes's expansionist policies well. Uh, she has replaced a couple of the last high priests, both of them are still. Uh, truly, I do not know how to read her. She is a mercenary woman. She enjoys the money, she enjoys the conflict. It's possible she'll fight you simply for the sake of doing it. It's possible that she can be bought off, or bought to see wisdom. She is nobody's fool. Nay, I've not too much worries for that. I um, I know mercenaries pretty well, as it won't surprise you to learn. Uh, she may choose to fight me, but um, I'm guessing she'll sense, see sense of giving the opportunity. And you have no... She she has no personal love for my dear Hannes. He does not have a knack for making friends. Aye. <laughs> and finally, we come to our high diplomat, Grigory. Ah. Yeah, I... Suspect I know enough about him as I need to, but I'm happy to hear any insight you may have garnered. He is superb at what he does. Aye, I know it well. He is almost single-handedly responsible for the relative level of peace you see in the streets here. The people have accepted exactly what he has told them, because he is eminently believable. Even I find myself swayed from time to time despite knowing better. Uh, he is certainly not Hannes's man. You may rely on Grigory doing whatever is best for Grigory, but I do not think he will rapidly surrender to you. His fear of you is greater than his fear of Hannes. Aye, and he's a wise man not to. Whether I take his head this time or just tell him, that the, uh, tell him to get beyond the kingdom's boundaries before sundown if he knows what good or him is a matter I'm still meditating on. He's, um... Very wise, he's um, committed murder in the High Kingdom, and he's very wisely not, not to mention doing us some damage that we won't see the back of in a hurry. Sorry, uh, he's committed murder? Yeah, do you remember what he did to get as he was leaving the kingdom? No. Uh, um, I'm pretty certain he has, anyway. The, th- the business with um, the agitator, the, the, the thing that ended in the agitator, he killed someone to escape and then rode outside the kingdom and Brian and I tracked him down. No, he faked his own death. Oh, he faked his own death, sorry. He, he, claimed that, he claimed that you had murdered him. Right, yes. Uh, and set up a thing with like illusions and um, uh, no, short bow right, arrows scratch, and things. Scratch it. Viz, viz, viz. Having, yeah. having, lost the, having lost the debate, he then attempted to convince the people as a last blow that Caelan <laughs> had murdered him, him to silence him. Yeah. But... Uh, you know, body missing evidence yeah. of death. Yeah. And then you tracked that this is what had happened and followed him outside of the city and yeah. you went, Oh look, I'm I'm totally not dead. Yeah. And I then we talk, and then we exiled him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he got publicly tried for faking his own death as yeah. well. Yeah, and the punishment yeah. for that was exit. Alright, yeah, no, so he hasn't done anything as bad as he hasn't done anything as bad as that, but he's uh, He's not. He's not the knack for making friends with me. Certainly, he's committed. He has committed no crimes here beyond uh, what comes out of his mouth. Aye. 
which sunlight feels a crime in and of itself. He didn't make any friends at the Rushlight tournament, and he already didn't have any. As to the rest, uh, Hannes has divested himself of any strong personal protectors outside of the Struins. Uh, there are members in the Guard and the Army that are loyal to him, but he is supplementing rapidly with mercenaries. Not that mercenaries cannot be trusted, of course, but these are new people to the kingdom if Hannes stops, if my dear Hannes stops paying them. Aye, aye, it's, um, I, some of us, I've seen some of his loyal citizens out there on the streets, but times are hard. And I hope in time I can convince them that, um, although Gregory is a formidable opponent in this regard, I hope in time I can convince them that my principal quarrels with only one citizen in Fort Draylev. I'd be, um, for that matter, I'd be ha- happy to let the city go its own way after I've taken Draylev's head, but I fear that'd, be, that'd um, not be in anyone's best interests at this point. It's not, it's not going to be well enough equipped to defend itself at that point. And for that is that is it for his counsel. For myself, I am yours for the having. I would like to keep my estates. I would like to keep my estates, my holdings, that sort of thing. Uh, uh, perhaps, um, pe- perhaps to be granted more of it in my own name, as opposed to by extension from my dear Hannes. I'm sure there's something we can work. Because, like, she does, she'll she'll tell you basically she doesn't own her own house. Hannes Drelev owns it, and she lives in it, kind of thing. Right. As his not so secret mistress. Um, and so basically, she's asking, you know, give me the shit that I'm already using yeah. as actually mine instead yeah. of Hannes's. Um, she says, and then we'll see what the future brings us in terms of working with the new Stagthorn. With, with the new Stagthorn. Aye. It's premature to be making plans of such, although um, I can certainly say what you've asked for isn't going to be... A, what you've asked for already isn't going to be a problem. In terms of new relationships, we'll have to see where, where we go. But um, I remember those that are loyal to me. I have confidence. I have, I have confidence in that and faith in you. I can also tell you something. Can I think of what you were seeking about Amag the Twice Born? I yes, I'm very interested in anything you can tell me about him. I have an idea, not precisely, but an idea of where he is and what he is about. However, if I were to tell you such a thing, and Hannes were to win, and that information were to be found out. It would be the end of me. Aye. When Fort Draylon is yours, then you may have whatever you want. But until then, this I fear is a secret that I must keep. All right. If that's if that's what you're if that's what you're comfortable with, but we may not come after Hannah's first. We may go after Mark the Twice Born. As long as my hand's not upon it. That's fine. Leaving that secret aside, then... Um, I, I know you would face such a thing bravely, but I... I am afraid. Amag is... I saw him. Fierce and terrible. Ah, he certainly should be. How much do you know about the woman that were with him? She... Uh... 
Dre lives, um, well, let us be blunt, you know what they are. Dre lives Harem and they're Minder. Mostly the Minder. Uh, her name is, uh, her, her name is Trifica. She's a, uh, uh, a, a midwife by training some point in the distant past, I believe. She has, uh, excellent methods of assuring that pregnancy does not occur when it is unwanted. I am sure she does. Herbals and that sort of thing. Uh, she has been most useful to myself and to her, um, and, and to Drelu's other woman. I, I can fully understand why Hannes does not love his wife, but I would have hoped I would have been perhaps a Perhaps great men are uh, used to more. I'm. Uh, she she says she says um she she understands why Hannes doesn't love his wife because his wife is a shrill harridan yeah. from hell itself yeah um and she says but I I would have hoped I would have been and sort of gestures at her body vaguely and then shrugs you know uncomfortably and slightly sadly. But, but perhaps great men desire more than, than what merely I can offer. Basically, Hannes has a harem on the side that isn't just her. Oh, right, yeah, 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 I and, get you. And she's saying, you know, you'd think I'd do, because yeah. I'm great, but I guess I'm not good enough. Yeah, it's, um, well, it's um, not for me to speak of such, but um, it strikes me as damn, it strikes me as damn greedy and very unwise. If he had the sense to marry you in the first place, you'd have done him a lot, a lot of good, more good than that um, uh, old prune he has married. I fear I had, I had only beauty and brains. It was not as good as political influence, but it's a lot better to men with sense. But uh, thank you, Caleb. <laughs> of course, being taken, <laughs> shouldn't be speaking too much of such. But of course, I don't like to hear you running yourself down. Drelev's just got poor taste, that's all it is, and no impulse control. Perhaps his mummy didn't keep him... Perhaps his mo- mother didn't keep him away from the sweeties when he um, was a wee owner, and now he thinks he can have anything he wants, but it's not a good way to live. Uh, from what little I understand of, of his mother, uh, he is the product of his parents. You know the saying that you marry someone very much like your mother? Oh, that's a terrifying prospect. And that you yourself come out somewhat like your father? Even worse, I... Mm. Perhaps it's just as well she's t- too old to bear many children. Yeah, his um, his mother and father are both long dead of old age in yeah. generic circumstance. Oh. And yeah, she could actually give you a, a fairly lengthy brief on Drelev himself because she has literally been his mistress for five five six years at this yeah. point and knows him very intimately yeah um a lot of what she tells you is of no particular value to you like he was born into a noble house in Ravoy. yeah spoiled rotten yeah um, his father had innumerous affairs and taught him that was the way it was done yeah his mother was a shrill harpy yeah. who, who was also having innumerous affairs and hated her husband yeah um he inherited money he has political he, he's a politician by by his nature has a bunch of had a bunch of friends in Bravoy, worked out he wasn't going to go any higher up the ladder without substantively risking himself and went king of Swampville big improvement yeah uh, and she can openly answer the question that you have been asking yourself of why Drelev picked yes. came down to the Hooktown Slough 
uh, there are no secret resources or anything in here that she is aware of, and she should be. Yeah. Unless Drayliv has a personal funnel, like a gold mine that's going straight to him, which she doesn't think so, but wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, he would rather be... It's the fact that he would rather be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in yeah, a big, big pond. pond. Yeah, he, he yeah. Here, he's king. He has the. He, he doesn't have the vast army. He doesn't have all the power he would have if he was king of Bravoy. Yeah. But he has his palace, his mistress, his harem, his money, his army, etc., 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 etc. And that is, I believe, what I know. What more can I do for you? I think that'll be fine. Just, um, I don't think she's coming back, but, um, that Tris, um, what's the name? Triskid? Tris- the, the, what, what Gurinesk is calling herself? Trifica. Trifica. If that Trifica comes back, stay the hell away from her, and don't let her near any children, particularly boys that you have fondness for. Who, who is she? Melgrazat Niskis, the name she went by when I knew her. Ah, you're disgraced and deceased. Aye, oh. it turns out the Church of Garona is the way around and cutting cutting a woman's head off. I see. And uh, they're the they're um among the twice born sponsors. And hey, uh, you receive you can make a sense point of check, but there's yeah. no point you receive no further information from the GM on that yeah. one either. Okay, no problem. You have no idea whether this is surprising news to her. Yeah. Something she already knew because she's worked it out. Something she already knew because she's a cultist in Clarona. Yeah. Etc. Etc. Yeah. All right. And so, is there anything further you want of her? Uh, she can provide you with things like um, party invitations or ways into the castle or whatever if you want them. Yeah. But is is unwilling to do so in advance of you doing yeah, anything. Yeah, no, that's right. I think um, we'll contact her if we have something that we want her to do at a later stage. Yeah. But for the moment, we mostly wanted to keep her. He- I mostly wanted to keep her head down. Yeah. And she tells you that her schedule is pretty much that she goes. She generally goes to Drayliv in the evenings and stays there till you know earlier in the morning, and you know two o'clock goes off back to her own chambers. Yeah. So that's that's where the six o'clock in the morning comes from. She's generally assured of privacy then. Yeah. So basically, we'll send her a message if we need to talk to her, and she can send me a message if she needs if she's got something she thinks we should know, or if she needs help. Yep. Um, uh, the palace is full of secret passages. She knows many of them. Yeah. Um, I would like to get right. She said she didn't want us to give us too much information about the palace in advance of us needing it. Was that right? Or uh, no, no, she doesn't want to give do you things like um, you know, here are the guard schedules because yeah, yeah. that's going to be useless to you in another month. Yeah, what I'd like is a. I would like to get a general outline of the palace, yep. and particularly how to get to places from the secret passages. Yep. So uh, she can give you this, um, and will do so. Yeah. I can give you the map, but it's needlessly confusing and pointless. Yeah. Um, if you can just, you know, as I'm trying to navigate around, tell me if this falls into something she'd know or doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, the the short form is the castle has what you'd expect. You know, big kitchens, dining rooms, throne yeah. rooms, ballrooms, blah 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 blah. Uh, it is not exactly honeycombed with secret passages. You have found several of them already. Um, she tells you that the ones that you, the one that you didn't follow, that goes upstairs. 
um, goes to her room. Yeah. Uh, and from there it goes to Drelev's room. Cool. Um, because there's a secret passage between her room as the top spy master yeah. and Drelev's room. Yeah. Um, Pavoretta, the queen, is, has a bedroom as far away from Drelev in the palace as it is possible to have. Uh, yeah. Which is near to Emekis Strun, who is in one of the towers, and yeah. has basically a wizard's tower set up in there. Yeah. Um, Lynette is just generically in one of the bedrooms, as is Grigory. Yeah. Uh, as is Quintessa, for that matter, but who yeah. is attached. Uh, and that is probably about it in terms of what you need to know for that. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep, that's fine. And, um, yeah, I think, um, if there were, um, and here I'll say, if there were a lot of folk in the, if there was a big, if he had a big court of nobles and councillors and the like, that, um, you thought might be in, inclined to come in on our side, I'd encourage you to do some intriguing, but as it is, the only one I think I've got much of a chance of winning over is Lynette, and I fancy my chances of just talking around when the circumstances calls for. So I think mostly just keep your own head down, and we'll um, let us know if you think there's something we badly need to know, or if you're in trouble, and um, I'll contact you when the when the time is right. Of course. Thank you so much, Caleb. It is wonderful to have a man whose word I can rely on. Watch out for yourself, and... Um, We'll speak again, but perhaps not for a few months. I want to um, try and um, build up some goodwill here before um, trying anything. I don't. I prefer. I don't want people to just revolt against Drayliv and not accept me as an alternative. It'd get. It'd get very ugly. Understood. You'll need someone that has a good idea of the people to keep control of the situation. I'll. There's little I can do in my present position, but after Hannes is removed, I'm sure there will be a great deal more. Aye. And, um... And she will stand up and say, oh, we, we will exit first, wait, wait, wait around five minutes, and then make your own way back out to the city. I won't ask where you're going. Aye. Make contact with me. Make contact with me again when you need to. And, Cal, watch out for yourself. Be careful. Your, your kingdom needs you. My city needs you. I need you too. And she will hug you. Oh. And as she does so, can you make a will save? Ooh. 30. Okay. Wow, nice. Yeah, I rolled uh, well. So you will feel something um, hard and cold pressing into your chest rather than her warm breasts, which is pretty much what you're expecting. Um, this is momentarily alarming as you go, you know, ah, knife or something. Yeah. No, no, it's it's completely flat. It's just cold metal. And as you pull away, uh, you can see that she is legitimately wearing a cloak and hood, a, a cloak and hood but where she has this bikini top on, she is legitimately wearing tight leather pants as well. Yeah. Um, but the bikini top is actually, you now see a translucent illusion that sits over what looks like a chain shirt that goes down, bends around her breasts, and is well-fitted to suit yeah. her. Uh, her. She is actually wearing armor while she is here, and it is some sort of magical glamour armor. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's oh, well, that's much less disturbing than I thought when you said make will say. Yes, I know. But I just wanted, you know, if you hadn't made it, I'd just go, hmm, write something down and continue. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So she has not um, come as as unarmed and unarmored to this meeting as she might appear. She's yeah. not. Um, but she's not. But that's perfectly sensible. Yeah. Uh, at which point, getting that, you get the bonus, you get the next piece of information, um, and she will hug you and exit. Um, you will pick up at this point. Um, that, and in fact, you probably sit down and discuss this with Michaela. Yeah. Which we can do in character or not. I, I, I would like to talk to Michaela in yeah. character at this point, but we yeah. probably won't do it in the chapel. Yeah. We'll go out and skulk in the gardens further away from her mysterious boyfriend. So what you take away with that is she says that, you know, she's not a warrior or a fighter or anyone of um, strength to be reckoned yeah. with or anything of that sort. You know, on the other hand, she is wearing what must be at least mildly expensive magical armour. Yeah. And clearly it fits her, she knows how to wear it, and she moves very quietly while doing it. Yeah, she said she wasn't a fighter, and I kind of believe her. The idea that she's not a trickster or a secret <laughs> stealthy assassin... It doesn't mean she's not a character with class time. levels. Yeah, I think she's totally got class levels. And I would put money on Rogue. <laughs> or possibly some kind of sneaky spellcaster or something, but that's not given she's wearing the metal. Alright. So um, we skulk out into the gardens nearby our disguises and probably talk while we start putting them on. Yeah. And um, so, how much of that did you believe? More than I would have expected. Less than I would have liked. I I um don't feel any. Reg- I'm um, glad to have secured her as a potential ally. I don't think that. Um, but I do note that she didn't give us anything, with the exception of the castle layout. She didn't give us it, give us anything we didn't already have, and in exchange has extracted promises to put her on side if such a thing if if Hannes is deposed. Aye, which is all I really wanted. I um I have I don't actually think she is a bad woman. I think she's just a woman of sense in an uncertain world, and I think she'll she'll put her money where the wind is blowing. I don't think she'll turn on Hannes until his situation is true. I don't think she'll commit herself to us more firmly than she's already done until Hannes' situation is truly desperate. But then I think she'll switch camp to us quickly as into ours. And I think she won't. I think she won't betray us unless she thinks my situation is likewise dire. And to be honest, who can really say they'd be loyal to the bitter end? Get um, a little smile. I, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure I know a few people who'll be with me no matter what. She nods. But um, I know a few more who'd um, see which way the wind was blowing if um, it was Dreadlev's army besieging us. uh, I think she's good enough... I think she's good enough for what she needs. All I wanted was for her to see the way out and not oppose herself against us because she didn't see any alternative, I think it'd be a shame. Very wise. I think she would be a comparatively dangerous enemy. As you say, perhaps not face-to-face, but a knife in the back can do just as much damage. Aye. And, um, if, um, if Gregory wasn't Gregory, I'd have made the same offer to him. He'll be a dangerous enemy, but he knows well enough that, um, enemy is all he's ever going to be to me. He's, I, he's, no, he's no motivation to come on side, nor could I force such a thing past my teeth. But Contessa Moray is nobody's fool. She perhaps overestimate, underestimates the level of subtlety required to deal with you. I'm surprised she didn't simply sit in your lap while you talked. <laughs> uh, 
but perhaps she's. I, I suspect she's very used to dealing with men who think less with their mind than you do. I well, she's a um, she's a woman who knows what um, what her currency is in this world. I have no idea. And certainly understands how, how to spend it. If I took your eyes roaming over those leather pants, likely to be an indication. Uh, I'm, only a man when, I'm only a man when all said and done. And you're fortunate you didn't bring Bryn. Yeah? I am glad. I, and I'm glad I brought you. I thought this would be a. Um, it's certainly not a meeting I'd have gone to alone. I can usually take more of a read of people than that. I suspect she's very accomplished at the game, the art of politics. Whether she was true or false. I don't know. As long as she's not one of Niska's... Well, as long as she's not one of Niska's and she's not looking to stab me in the back. But the truth is she'd be pretty... If she's... um, Unless she's got some mad loyalty to Drelev, and I think it unlikely, she'd be mad not to take the better offer when it's there. We're not asking asking her to commit anything that she doesn't have to spare at this stage. I'm still no closer to any answer on whether she is Niska's or not. Nay, but... If we take the risk of Niska's people up north, the um, the damage that she can do is reduced. We may need to take some um, more assessment of her. We don't want another. We don't want another person skulking around who's a cultist left behind. But at the same time, as you've said, we can't start a witch hunt for everyone. We can't be a hundred percent certain of. It's not fair. Well, she not fair. well, she wasn't subtle in uh, presenting herself to you in some ways. I don't think clearly it wouldn't bother her that you're already married. She was more subtle than others. Did you see her angling for the viceroy position? Uh, no, I thought she was put in Tyrion Ford. As an aide to the new viceroy. Oh, I did notice she said that. Oh, she wants it too. And Lillian. <laughs> this is going to be a bit more complicated than Varnhold, isn't it? It always is. <laughs> Uh, it's um oh and she's wearing she wasn't she may have had a um she may have had a nice top on but that wasn't what she was really wearing oh it's armour glamoured clever felt it when she uh, hugged me ah yes a weakness of illusions exposing them I suspect she couldn't bear to let the opportunity go past (laughs) Uh, she's um It's uh, so I I I I can tell you I don't believe any of that guff about she's no way she's just a weak woman who's got no way to oppose Drelia. Mm. Possibly he likes that sort of thing, but it, it's not um, it, it ain't what appeals to me. And I don't um, I think if she wanted to know, murder Drelia, he wouldn't know what happened. I mean, she's got access to his bedchamber for crying out loud, and knows a secret passage out of the castle. But obviously couldn't rely on her capacity to rule Fort Drelo herself, or she might well have already done it. Or perhaps she has other masters and other interests. Or perhaps she's just not hot for stabbing a man in her back as he lies sleeping in her be- in a be- back as he lies sleeping in her bed. Regardless, I think you're right that she has um, worked with worked worked with men who prefer a less strong and independent woman than your tastes. At some, um, hopefully she'll tone down on on all that guff as we get to know her a bit better but um, with the exception but I think she was mostly telling us the truth at least we could dis- if she's got any sense anyway at least we could discover it from other sources but I can't say I'm delighted that she's um, as good at the game as you 
it's a it's a troubling characteristic. But then the world can't be composed of only people who are so tetless. Even I can figure out what's going on with them. Still, she's as much of an ally as I want for the time being, and that gives us. Uh, I think we can, unless we have another means, we can pass up on Frenetta Strun's party, which I'm not heartbroken on. Uh, that's about all the intriguing Andrelev's court I care to. I um, would very much like to get Lynette on side, and I don't think it will be any difficult feat from uh, the way I read her, but I doubt she can do very much for us either. <laughs> it's, uh... But there is one more thing that we may need to look to. Mm-hmm. Getting Kundal out. Ah, yes. He's in a, stable, in a stable environment from what she described. Although I do not know that we want to leave Drelev long enough to actually formulate an army of werewolves. Nay, although the problem with that one is that we have to uh, we have to find all the werewolves if we want to sort that business out, not just Kindle. Uh, Drelev, she she told you um, Drelev's literally keeping them. Oh, in the same place. Yeah, not so not in the not literally in the same pit. Yeah, but basically he's holding them all. Um, yeah. So that they don't rampage and run around. Because the thing is, what he's got yeah. is he's got a bunch of people who have been bitten who don't know that they're turning into werewolves in the full moon. Yeah. Um, so he's effectively recruited them as special corps. He's not keeping them as prisoners per se. Yeah. But he's got them isolated in the castle. Yeah. Forming them into a. Well, it's not an army at this stage, it's a little cadre of troops. Yeah. And Quintessa was saying his plans, he's going to march them out to attack Stagthorn or whatever, yeah. or whoever his enemy is at the time, because yeah. she's assuming there will always be one, um, around the time of the full moon, and when they get within sight of the walls, that's about when the full moon comes up, and they all turn into werewolves and just rampage around like maniacs. It doesn't serve Drelev's interests in the sense that they won't you know, take the city for him, but they'll presumably do a lot of damage. And if he doesn't have any of his own people around, he doesn't have to risk losing anything for it. I've got a notion on that, though. Given that they are all in one place, we can get Kundal out. We could bring in... Is it Remove Curse? It's Remove Curse, isn't it, that removes Lycanthropy? Okay, so if you eat Belladonna within an hour, you can get a fortitude save to get rid of it, which you've well missed. Um, A Remove Disease or Heal Spell cast by a cleric of 12th level or higher Ah, cures it. Provided the spell is received within three days of the Lycanthropes attack. Okay. Uh, the other way is to cast Remove Curse or Break Enchantment on the character during one of the three days of the full moon. Ah, yes. At which point you don't need 12 little clerics. So that is that 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 is the one that is within your capacities. Yeah, but they would have to be werewolf at the time. Yes. Yes, so this... It's, it's very doable. You know, you chain them all up. Corwin goes in and casts a number of removed curses mm. on them. It would take a couple of months with mm. the amount of people you've got and the amount of spells he's got, mm. but it's doable. Because Kundal, I think, will come with us, but it's what we do with the others. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you can't simply um, let them go and turn them loose. Mm. At least, certainly not without telling them. You know, like, what you did with Kundal was you told him what he wants. Mm. And then he took precautions to chain himself up every full moon. Mm. But, um... But there are always people that like the idea, because if you recall your werewolf murders oh, caused yes. by Kundal's girlfriend, who had gotten him to bite her without him knowing it, so yeah. she could have the power. Yeah. The, um... 
Yeah, and it appears that Kunhul's um, people always like him for his power, which Gail yeah. can certainly understand. Yep. Um, so, um... If I just we... care about you for who you are, my lord. Mm-hmm. If we, um, go in at, um... If we go in... If we went in during the full moon... Yeah. Could we potentially remove the curse on the werewolves right there and then? Uh, yes, but you don't... A, a you don't have enough spellcasting power, period. Corwin um, literally can't cast enough spells to cover that many people. I'll say we had scrolls of remove curse. And B, they're, they're, they then make will saves effectively to see if they get rid of the curse or not. And right, if, yeah. if they fail, then you need to try again on the next full move. Yeah. So okay. getting rid of lycanthropy is not easy mm. at all. So it seems like in that regard, the best option we'd have. Oh, well. yeah, getting them all out leaves you to do it completely at your leisure, at which point it's done easily, because just take as long as you need to. Yeah, but they are loyal men of Dreadlifts. Yeah. We'd have to convince them that, about yeah. what he's doing yeah. and to leave with us. Yeah, and they will fight you. Mm. Uh, the thing is, um, no, the, sorry, the ones that he started with were loyal men mm. of Dreadlifts. Then he started putting people in who were more expendable, who uh, yeah. could afford to have killed off. So they're random mercenary. Uh, these, yeah, these are literally, from what Quintessa says, the people he's got are random guardsmen that he doesn't necessarily trust. Yeah. So they may or may not be willing. Yeah. <sighs> they're not his elite cadre. They're people that he thinks he can afford to lose. He hasn't gone for the really stupid option and picked people who are active dissidents to yeah. make into werewolves. But he's, he's just picked, like, rank-and-file people whose deaths mean nothing to him. How many has he got, did she say? Uh, he has... Uh, 13, excluding Kundal at this stage. That is a lot. Yeah. We can't take... We can't carry them out if we KO yeah, he, them. He tries this every every full moon, and sometimes people die. Sometimes they get bitten and don't contract like lycanthropy. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they do. Yeah, and the ones that do, he's got down there... Correct. ...waiting for having enough of them. Correct, because he's got to keep them for at least a month to see if they turn into a wheel Yeah. For the full moon. I fear... If they don't, if, if they come with us, we can um, we can sort them out, and um, I think maybe Kundal as well at this point. It, 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 it's time. It, it's time he was shot of it. But if they don't come with us, then it could be difficult. Then we may have to kill them. Uh, they are enemy. They, they are our enemies. I have just guardsmen in dread of service. There would be no less dead than if we took them took them out invading the city with an army. Aye, and they'll do a lot of damage to us, at least if it's damage to our civilian populace. I just and, and basically, every month that number is going to very slowly increase. This is not a great system for mass-producing werewolves. Yeah, at but I point, don't... At this point, he's halfway towards an, a, a tiny army. Yes, but I don't want to leave Kundal... Cha- now that I know Kundal's chained in a basement for be, for killing people each full moon, I yep. don't want to leave him down there. Fair enough. Alright. Uh, I think the plan is... My thought of the plan, anyway, is that we go in through the secret passage again. Now is a bit of time than later, because as far as we know, it ain't been compromised yet. I think this should be the last time we do things with that secret passage. We're put, pushing our luck going in twice. Yep. We go in, new disguises as guards again. Um, we go down to where Kundal is. 
We get him out, and I imagine he'll be glad enough to see us. Yep. And then we give his um, other men the choice of um, changing teams or dying. And anyone who doesn't take in a sup on it. And based on Quintess's information, Kundal's got two guards on the door outside his pit. Yeah. Uh, who will not be inclined to let anyone in to take him out. Yeah. And we kill the and we kill the two on the door. I mean, to, actually, to be honest with Michaela there, disguising herself as guards and going, we totes have orders to take him out of here, yeah. is actually quite legitimate. Yeah, we could. Uh, it's, it's merely that, unlike Tyrion, you won't be able to spirit him away without anyone noticing. Because yeah. Kundal's a prisoner who is known to be there. Yeah, so I think um, I think we will be... On the other hand, from what Quintessa said, sooner or later they're going to track uh, Twig to Tyrion as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think at this point we burn the secret passage. Yep. My inclination is to um, not necessarily... I'm not necessarily going to let them know we came in this specific way, but we probably need to assume it's been compromised and stop using it. Yeah. So my thought is to go in and um, get Kundal out and take care of the werewolf problem one way or the other. Yep. Yep. All good. Yep. Okay. So do we want to do that now? Call it there? Um, this seems as good a place as any to stop. We've had a pretty good run already. Yep. I'm all good with that. Yep. I mean, unless it's something we can whisk through. I mean, I think we can probably get into the secret passage relatively trivially. Uh, honestly, it really is. Okay, well, let's let's do that then, because that would be a good... Okay, so you return to the secret passage. Yeah. You know the way through now. Yeah. So you just wander on through. Oh, as we're burning this, um, this time I would like to take jo- Hannah Strelo's secret stash of stuff. Fair enough. Um, no, actually, I'm still kind of hoping he'll come back out this way. No, no, I don't want them to know which passage we came down, which... Given what Quintus... Are there other passages in and out of the castle? No. Right, this, this is This is it. the one secret escape passage yeah. in and out of the castle, because the problem is having too many of them makes it very unsecure. Yeah. Having one is useful, having yeah. two is not only a little redundant, but also dangerous. Yeah. What we're going to do is we won't do anything to make it obvious that this is the way we came in. Because we could have snuck into the castle by some other means. Yep. Because I'm still hoping that when I, um, that he'll say... What I want is, um, when we start freaking the castle, Drelov sneaks down the passage and finds me waiting at the other end. Yep. Which he won't do if he knows I know where it is. So, no, leave the little escape stashy thing there. And we will go in and, um... Sneak up, sneak up, and I think we will probably just try and take the two guards because I don't see any way we're going to okay. get get our squad of werewolves back out. So you go past the two. Um, you you disguise yourself again as guards yeah. for general movement around the palace. You yeah. go through the secret passage. You follow Quintessa's directions, which lead you pretty unerringly. Again, reinforcing your perception that she's smarter than she might necessarily project. Yeah. Um, you follow through. And there are two guards in front of this kind of just generic door who hold their hands up as you approach and say, Hold. No. You're not supposed to be down here. What's going on? Whack, whack. Whack, whack. <laughs> we, we are not going to play out combat with Drelev's non-elite guards. You murder them. <laughs> Trivially. Yeah. You and Michaela just mow them down yeah. the first round without blinking. Yeah. Uh, you open the door... Um, as it is not the night of a full moon or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be a very bad time yeah, to yeah, do this yeah, rescue. Um, you open the door, it leads down into a pit. Um, there's basically a black pit down there. There's a torch on a sconce up yeah. here. There's a ladder going down. Yeah. Um, when you go down there, 
Kundal is heavily chained tightly to a wall, um, and he's got quite an elaborate construction here. This looks like it's a big earthen pit with a straight, very straight walls and a ladder that's been put in clearly after the fact. It smells very faintly. It was used as a refuse pit earlier, but it's been long cleared out for several months now. And Kundal's got this elaborate chain contraption on it that Kalen can immediately work out. Basically, he's got chains on loops on the walls that are on cranks and pulleys across on the other side of the pit. So basically, you can give him moderate amounts of freedom so he can wander around, but he can't quite get to the pulleys. And that looks like when they bring food down here, they just kind of chuck food down and he just walks over and eats it. Yeah. And then when they want him restrained, they come down, press against the wall, crank the pulleys, and his arms and legs get pulled back until he's pinned against the wall, at which point he can basically lean forward to very faintly claw and bite at people. Yeah. So, chains of silver, very well made, very strong. Yeah. And you go down there and... Kundal is actually asleep against the wall. Yeah. Um, he's got enough freedom in his chains at this point that he's pulled them around him and is literally lying there. And just doesn't even wake up to the clank, 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 clank of yeah. two heavily armoured people with minus 14 to yeah. go silently coming down a ladder. Yeah. All right, and I will crouch down beside him and shake him relatively gently on the arm. Yep, he reacts quickly yep. and snaps up, brings the chains round, there's the rattle, 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 pull as he grabs yep. at you instinctively. Yeah, yeah, I back off. I stand up and back off. And then he looks up. Uh, and have you uh, made it obvious who you are? At this yeah, point? I think we'll have changed out. your faces at least. Yeah, I think we'll have changed. We won't necessarily have fully changed out of the disguises, but yeah. Kalen's got the veil up, so he's, he's just switched it so he looks like Kalen, so he looks mostly like Kalen in a drill of guard uniform. And Kundal snaps at you and grab, rattle, 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 and then... What the... Bloody hell, Kayla. Michaela, what are you doing? Has Fort Drayla fallen? No, not yet. We're down here to get you, you silly bugger. There's releases over by the chains. Locked. You'll have to pick him or break him. Shink! Walk! Walk! The, the silver is actually really weak against this kind of thing. Yeah. You just waffle through these yeah. fairly heavy locks and yeah. controls on it and things. Destroy the mechanism entirely. Yeah. And then more carefully yeah. cut the manacles off Kundal's arms yeah. and legs. He rubs them as you always do. Ugh. Bloody hell. Alright, well if you haven't got an army backing you, we'd better get out of here. Drillers got a lot of guards on the place. If you have a weapon I can help you fight your way out. Uh no, we're going up we've got a secret. In fact he looks at you, give me a weapon, <laughs> you know, I'll help yeah. you fight your way out. Um and I will um prize off the heavy fl- uh, I will dig up a heavy flail and hand it to him. Um as um no, we're going out we're going out um we're going out as guards. We know a secret passage out of the fort. I'll disguise you. Alright. But we need to take care of the others first. He looks completely blankly at you because he has no idea. He doesn't remember what happens when he's a werewolf. Others. I've got other prisoners down in these pits. Uh, He's been trying to make a werewolf army. Howard looks at the chains, looks at the wall. Son of a bitch! Alright, well, I'd better get them out or put them down depending on how far gone they are. 
Alright, let's go. See, let's go see him, and um, I'm counting on you to um, give him a few pointers about why Abyss come with us. Yep. So we will go look for the other werewolves. Yep, and you will find basically Drayliv has them in a large training training room where these guys are all in what look like um just nondescript guards' uniforms. They're not wearing any affiliation with Fort Drayliv or anything, because he's assigned them as his special squad. Mm. They, they don't necessarily understand why they're special. Yeah. But, um, and when you come in, you're disguised, not disguised? I think not disguised at this point. This yep. is going to be fairly unequivocal. So they will turn on you with, with sort of weapons out and, you know, hey, he's got the prisoner. Who's that? That's the King of Stagthorn. You're under arrest. Alright, hold it, boys, before you start something that's going to get you all killed. Um, do, um, and um, you're um, down here because King Drelich decided that um, he's going to make you his werewolf squadron. And um, you've all um, been bitten by our friend Kundal here, who is also a werewolf, as I'm sure you know. Well, they, they look quite startled by this. No, no. We're, we're the ones. We're the ones that survived the bite, so we get we, we get the gift and we get the gift, we get the immunity. That's why we're Drillo's special squad. Nay, lads, that means you're all werewolves too. That's what happens when you get bitten by a werewolf and survive. I'm afraid your king has lied to you. Um, Diplomacy check. Yes. So basically, um, they will at least converse with you long enough to get their points across. Drayliv has told them that they have been uh, bitten by a werewolf but have survived this. Yeah. Um, and what they gain from this is that they are now immune to disease and resistant to, um, you know, damage a little and stronger and faster and better and blah, 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 blah. Uh, some of which is vaguely true, most of which is complete twaffle. <laughs> um, but he obviously hasn't told them they're turning into werewolves and that. Yeah. And of course, they won't. If they've had full moons since they've been down here, they don't remember what happens during them. Yeah, because he's got what. What he does is basically locks them in here. Mm. They don't kill each other because werewolves don't fight each other. Um, and then in the morning, they will wake up having had you know a, a, a night of sleep with slightly odd dreams, but yeah. they don't really think anything of it. Yeah. Okay, so yes, this will be diplomacy. All right. So, um, how are we doing this? Is um, am I making it mechanizing me? Uh, what or, or the other way around, whatever you prefer. Yeah, um, what's her diplomacy like? Eleven. That is better than mine. Um, yep, I will we'll go with Michaela making yep. it. And Kundal will endeavour to aid you as well. Cool. Aid her as well. Nice. Uh, Alright. Yep, aids from Kundal. Cool, I make the check. Aids from Kaelin. Uh, 30 from Michaela for the 19 on the dice uh, is 34. And they, you know, no, no, that's, that's not true. We were the ones that survived the process, you know. Poor bastards. You know, there, there were some other poor bastards that didn't. Oh, you know, I told the, I told you we should have never been exposed to this kind of thing. We volunteered. I didn't volunteer. <laughs> rah, rah. There, there is about 20 minutes of debate amongst yeah. this point, and you can bring them around the fact that, yeah, okay, evidence would suggest Dreadlib is kind of a lying douche hole. Yeah. And, you know, then they come to, alright, what do we do now? Well, let's get out of here. Yeah. You know, we can cure you. It's going to be a long and difficult process, but, but, but we we're can working. cure you. Yeah, but we're You know, working. we have an, a, a mighty servant of Phrasma who can cast these magics, says yeah. Michaela, ignoring the fact that she can also cast Remove Curse now. Yeah. 
Um, and they will nod along to you with this. Um, the, several of them are still pretty damn suspicious of this. On the other hand, the impression you pick up, and there's some little internal debate about this, is most of them are well aware that Kalen, you know, placed second in the Rushlight tournament and could mop the floor with them if he was so inclined to. Yeah. Which does somewhat alleviate the suspicion of, you know, well, you know, what if he's going to kill us? Well, if he wants to kill us, this is fucking yeah, all we, we can, can do, do about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> You would expect these guys to be a little tougher than his regular guardsmen because yeah. they they would be a little stronger and a little quicker and that sort of thing, yeah. but not yeah. enough to make up. The but difference. there's thirteen of them. As all werewolves, that would be a fight. Yeah, yeah, hell yes. And I would really prefer not to fight thirteen werewolves with my tiny ass silver dagger. But they will go with you. Sweet. And we book the hell out of the secret passage yep. and then get the hell out of um, Fort Draylev. Yep, you do indeed. Yep. Back to Elk's Rest, where you construct some werewolf containment cells. Yep. And we're going to need to work out what happens to these guys and Kundal afterwards, because I'm going to need to have a conversation with Kundal about rethinking the whole Stagthorn versus... Yeah, yeah, well, they're probably not going back to Fort Trailer to have another crash. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Possibly about also getting his lichen therapy cured at this point. Yeah, well, now that you can actually do it. Yeah, and I think, um... They also will need to check in with these guys about, you know, are they prisoners or um, citizens? Depends very much on whether they're prepared to rethink the whole Drelev thing. Yeah, but uh, the... Drelev put them in a pit to be bitten by a werewolf to deliberately and unknowingly infect them with lycanthropy so that they would berserk and kill people until they died. Yeah. Bridge. Burned. Sweet. <laughs> they're not necessarily loyal to you yeah. automatically, but they're damn sure not loyal to Dreadlib. That's all I'm really looking for. They can work up to. Anyway, they're yeah, going to yeah. have a couple of months of yeah, being cured of lycanthropy to adjust Once you convince them of the truth of that, they're not going to turn around and give Dreadlib another crack at it. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, you really only get to dip your dip your people in the lycanthropy pool the once. Yeah. And yes, that will be the events of cholesterol. At the, although at this point we are heading into whatever the next month are. We are heading into some early Abadias as yep. well for that particular batch of intriguing. But that is a conclusion I am happy with. And at that point, you know, Kaelin will um, communicate with um, Cassandra via sending and let her know that, you know, this... Kundal may have mysteriously taken a walk and, you know, further concealment of Tyrion's absence may be a moot point. Uh, Quintessa, you mean? Quintessa, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep getting muddled. Yep, yep. And um, she will come back to you um, again several days later to say that um, uh, that, um, you know, the absence has the, the absence has been noted, you know, palace up in arms. Yeah. <laughs> You know, passage compromised question mark. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's um, seems seems likely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's a wrap.